Welcome to yeah, Boozy yeah. Banter. <laughs> Bienvenue à Boozy Banter. <laughs> Welcome to Boozy Banter, brought to you by Wine Styles, where Brian, Matt, and a cast of characters start out chatting about all things booze and end up in places and conversations completely unexpected. Settle in. Even their rabbit holes have tangents. Hello and welcome. This is Matt and Brian once again coming to you with Boozy Banter. Uh, we did a little bit of pregame this morning, or this morning. I guess we did do this morning. <laughs> well, boy, sorry, boss. I, I drank before I came in today. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but as we're working through the day and our uh, our schedule, and we do have a uh, a little script for these things. Believe it or not, uh, went through several revisions. Oh, a couple of things thrown away. More revisions. Finally, a hand's throwing up, and we brought in a small chimpanzee to start typing <laughs> to give us ideas. Uh, but really what it came down to is that we finally got some nice weather again. And being from the Midwest, we know that this good weather is fleeting. Like you have to enjoy every day that you can possibly get. So our theme tonight was trying to reach back and hold on to those days of spring and summer. You know, those... Uh, those drinks that just uh, that let us relax and enjoy nice weather. You know, that is a beautiful, beautiful segue because, as always, we do a little pregame, and there's nothing like springtime and summertime weather. By the way, I'm Brian. Can I call you Matt? Is it okay well, if I call yeah, you Matt? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, as long as the check clears, yep. you can call me. It, it I'll will. be your Doug. I'll be you. <laughs> if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll do whatever you want. Let's come back. That was Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, that's really good. I'll be your, uh, what's that's that one from Tombstone? Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. So we started off a little pre-gaming with, uh, there's really, what I love about what we do is we get to uh, drink and then talk about it. That's kind of fun. And there's really no limit to what we will taste for everybody. And we started off with some seltzers because they're such the rage right, rage right now. And I got to tell you, these were just flat out awful. It just, oh, it, God, it just yeah. goes. To, I'm not. I'm not going to share with yeah. you what it is. Yeah. I, we're not going to do that. But they were not good. And uh, actually, we. Uh, I think we poured uh, threw yeah. ours out into the parking lot. Did yeah. we not? So, but then we moved on to something else that I think is really pretty interesting. We're pre-gaming right now with a little um, strange beast hard kombucha, yeah. which is uh, super interesting. This one here is a. Passion fruit, hops, and blood orange, and it is uh, it is quite tasty. Yeah, um, it, it I never knew that um, alcohol could smell like cheese, but it, it kind of does. I oh, guess maybe yeah. it's a fermented uh, whatever it's going on here with the uh, with what is uh, kimchi? Is that cabbage? Yes, yes. So I don't yeah. think this is, is this yeah. made with cabbage. Uh, yeah, it's an offshoot of chia pet. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so they, we're drinking. They some scrape chia the pet. seeds off, straight, and, <laughs> and then, then they ferment yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly yeah, how. Yeah, why would you want to yeah, waste well, a Chia Pet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Came out of the 80s. So. I hope this beverage didn't come out of the 80s. Yeah. But that, that is really tasty. quite tasty. That I was little kombucha compared to surprised. those little spiked ciders that we are selling. Well, and those we were... I, I mean, they, it wasn't like they were awful. They just... They, they were just kind of meh. You know, like being asked out to prom by the kind of nice friend of the person you really wanted to go with. Yeah. I mean, it's not great... But it's you know, a date. It's just like, right? uh, okay, yeah. I'll yeah, I'll drink that. It's better than kissing your mom. Um, yeah, generally, yeah. Especially open yeah. mouth. Yeah. Open mouth kissing your mom. That's yeah. never good. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, 
Tonight we're going to drink some uh, beers, we're going to drink a little Pinot Gris, some Shiraz, and then uh, one of my favorite drinks in the whole wide world, uh, a Perfect Pear cocktail, which I absolutely love. And then uh, again, I'll probably Uber home. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he Ubered here this morning, too. Yes, so. I did. That was, I, I knew it was going to happen tonight, so I decided to Uber home and are here. Yeah. Well, Brian's still having some of the, the hard kimchi, kombucha, and the strange beast. Uh, I have moved on to our truly first booze of the podcast. We've got the first canning from uh, 515 Brewing in Des Moines. This is the Mexican Spring. Sure, you can have some. Thanks, man. Yeah. This is an agave lime wheat beer. Tell you what, this is freaking delicious and refreshing. And like I said, we're trying to pull back the spring. Uh, cool thing about 515 is that uh, they have won two golds at the GABF. The, they are uh, the Mexican Spring. They got this one in 2016. And then uh, their hashtag quad goals. Uh, Barb is just knocking out of the park at uh, at 515. Uh, she has been putting together some phenomenal beers. So is this, uh, did I hear you say this is the first time they've canned this? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, they've get, done the crowlers and such, I believe. But uh, yeah, with everything that's going on right now, everyone's having to get creative. And uh, yeah, I was offered these cans yesterday and took me absolutely no time to, to order a few cases of it for the store. Because this is one of those quintessential, just flavorful crushers. You know, too many people buy the things like you know, you know the uh, the big boy domestic beers to just crush. When you can get phenomenal small production beers that'll do the exact same thing, and you don't feel sad when you drink them. This one, you just feel happy and well, ready to go. It smells like a tequila drink. It's yeah, it, it really does. Like, I mean, the agave in there certainly, uh, I wonder if they use like a, an agave syrup or something like that. I bet they do. You know, I don't know. I bet if we emailed them, we'll uh, see if they get back to us in the next 45 minutes. That is, um, <laughs> that's really quite tasty. Yeah. Like I said, very well balanced and well put together. They're just fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, I'm just gonna sit here and drink this. It's been a long day, man. Well, we gotta probably keep talking. No, we don't. We don't. No, we, we can go just to dead air. We'll yeah, go to I mean they're probably probably. asleep by now. Yeah, well, anybody true. that listens yep. to podcasts the way I do, you're either running or drinking, you know, as you do it. Maybe at work when you're avoiding work. Boy, yeah, this is good. And you roll into we can roll into talking about Iowa breweries too. With uh, well, we crested a hundred last last winter. In the state? Bre- well, I think that that's probably true of most states. And yeah. just they go they go nuts with mm-hmm. their states are going nuts with yeah. the breweries and and uh, and distilleries too, right? I mean, distilleries is kind of the thing, especially nowadays yeah. when you can uh, turn the distillery into a sanitizing uh, station as well. Mm-hmm. You know, can give out the free sanitizing uh, solution as well. Oh, no doubt. Boy, that's, I'm just I'm just really happy to be drinking this right now. I'm yeah. just really happy to be here with you drinking, Matt. Yeah, I meant that too. That was the subtext. Please don't fire me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can't believe how nice it's been lately. It just it just kills me to be inside. You know, I come in, it might be a little you know chilly and rainy, and then I carry a case of wine out to the car, and then I just hate that I feel like an animal in a zoo looking out the windows and can't go out and frolic. Well, I do get honestly a little concerned about uh, what this 
cooler weather is going to do to some of these businesses out here, though. Mm -hmm. Not to go dark or uh, yeah. get uh, you know too uh, too deep in a in a rabbit hole like we like to say about the, the weather and so on. Mm -hmm. But I just hope that we can uh, beat this thing. Everyone's mm -hmm. wearing masks, and we can you know still still get out into the restaurants and, and still uh, practice social distancing. Mm -hmm. I just get a little concerned with the cool weather, especially in the Midwest. That uh, Hopefully this Indian summer will continue, and we. Mm -hmm. but hey, who knows? Maybe November, December, we'll still be outside and uh, in, huh? in parkas and in, in uh, heaters as much as we possibly can. Well, you know, if your if your drink doesn't freeze outside, you should be okay. No. I think, right? Well, yeah, we used to do that when we went skiing. You'd, instead, you know, you'd put the Powerade and the the Camelback while you're up skiing, and unfortunately, uh, what you always end up with is. You know, that stuff will freeze. You get out there in a cold temperature, you're, you know, carving out, and all of a sudden your your sports drink and your Camelback is slush. So just cut it with about half vodka or half Everclear, and one, you get hydrated, kind of, and a nice, delicious drink. And two, you do not feel the yard sales. <laughs> like when you when you go uh, ass over, over nostrils there and... Uh, Ass skiing. over tea kettle, yeah. Isn't that what, isn't that what oh, I'm saying? Or ass, I don't over, even know what that means. Or ass, ass over. over breakfast. The guy in New Zealand <laughs> said to me one time, "I don't uh, even know what those damn things." How can you oof. go ass over tea kettle? Well, I mean, if you're carrying a tea kettle, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't realize that you skied with a tea kettle. No, I, mean, I, yeah, the, I, I don't. I, I mean, don't. that's how the civilized folk do it. What are those little guys called? Bodas? Is that what they were? Boda bags. Bodas where yeah. they look like a little leather. Oh, yeah, yeah, Back yeah. in the day when yeah. I was in college, they allowed you to come into the stuff. What were they thinking? Allow a bunch yeah. of uh, early 20-somethings or back in the day when I was uh, younger, I think drinking uh, legal drinking age in Iowa was 19, but allowing a bunch of 19-year-olds in with a boda mm -hmm. and uh, into a stadium, just oh. that's just a formula for catastrophe. <laughs> and it normally was. I mean, yeah. it was it was not a pretty scene. I'm not really sure how we got on that. Well, you know what? Well, Welsh know Avenue was a formula for disaster well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at, yeah, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. yeah. So you opened a, a second one of the Mexican Spring, huh? Well, it was here and cold. Yeah, it and you didn't wrong. want it to go waste. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, you've got one, and I'm sure Brian wants some. Did you get some? Yeah. So there's, a, there's another Brian here, too. Actually, I speak about Glitch. Brian in a uh, third person just... All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of these seltzers. That's probably a good call. They're just making me sad looking at them. So to know that someone put a bunch of time into that, and they were around a table. Like, there was probably a committee, and the, there was at least probably half a dozen people that were sitting there trying those, saying, yeah, this is pretty damn good. Yeah, like, I really the other like half that. just didn't step up and say anything. Oh, yeah. Is that well, what you're thinking? Yeah, it was probably somebody's kid that came up with the, the formula, and... They're like, oh yeah, I can see how you would like that, because yeah. <laughs> you don't have any taste buds. Yeah, I'm blown away how popular seltzers are getting, though. I, I don't, I don't know if it's a, as a middle-aged man, if it's just a younger kid thing or what it is, but they're okay. But mm. I just am not a, I'm not a huge seltzer guy. Yeah, but that's also, okay, right? I'm allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think. Uh, let me go to the judges. Judges. Ooh. Well, it's a split decision, but you do win on majority. Thank no, you. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know, there, things like that, it just kind of tricks you into thinking that you're not drinking, too. I think that's part of it. Uh, it seems kind of you know, fashionable. Not that there aren't some that are good, but it, it feels like people see it as an excuse. Like, these are only 95 calories, so I yeah. can 
still get drunk and fall on my friend's car and throw up in the back seat. But I was drinking seltzer as yeah, I did it. it. So I'm classic. One, it only had one gram of sugar and one uh, one gram of carbs. So yeah. uh, I still get yeah. to look pretty. Yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not a heavy drinker. I'm doing a tasting, and it's classy. <laughs> <laughs> Those are four wines in front yeah. of me because I'm drinking them and tasting them. Well, we should we should probably move on to our the next one. Let me go grab that real quick since we don't have whoop. We got one of our we, compadres coming back. If here, we keep drinking, some, that's why I opened we'll, the other one. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was trying just, to. You want to just keep drinking? Yeah, I was trying to find time. And then we can in. have uh, Aaron grab that other uh, mm. other beverage for us. Yeah. We can do that. Mm. And keep getting after it. Well, I got to say, I have been just kind of surprised with the response. Uh, I knew that you know friends and family would uh, listen to this podcast, uh, mostly because. You know, they want to make me feel good. Yeah. But I was surprised at the number of people that I don't know that had listened to it or, you know, people that come into the shop and randos from other parts of the world. I think we had some downloads from uh, from the East Coast and... All over. You know. New York, uh, Illinois, California, um, New Zealand. I think mm-hmm. a buddy of yours from New Zealand oh, yeah. is uh, listening. So yeah. Zimbabwe. No, I just made that up. Yeah. I just, I wanted, it was on my calendar today yeah. of words to use in a sentence. Zimbabwe was there. Yeah. So I was able to throw that. I was yeah. wondering how I was going to do it. Yeah. And I did it. Zimbabwe. Don't ask me how to spell it. Weird. I know, my, it, start, uh, I know it starts with a W. Uh, however, so well, and my, my calendar word. told me to say Rhodesia, which was weird too. So I got uh, Rodunda. What? Yeah. yeah. Rhodesia? Rondonella. Yeah. Rondonella. Yeah. Rondonella. <laughs> That's a great. Barbarella. Barbarella. Let's That's, just keep going on this. Yeah. So Barbarella would yeah, that was an interesting movie. We should review Wasn't that movies with James too. Fonda? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, kind of a risque movie for its time. And, well, I suppose for a popular movie, I think there were a lot of risque movies in the seventies that uh, few of them come to mind. None of them come into no. mind for me. <laughs> kind of like last week when we were talking about the uh, the one movie that I'd never seen, but John Wayne. Oh, The Quiet Man. Yeah, sorry, I, I can't believe I know, that. I know. I, I need to watch it. I apologize. I got in trouble in uh, in English class years ago in high school. My buddy and I were sitting there, and we had read The Quiet Man, and then we were watching uh, watching the the movie. My buddy and I were sitting in the back of the class, and every time John Wayne came on, we just started going, "The Duke, The Duke." Yeah, yeah, we got in trouble. The Duke. <laughs> so he was known as the Duke back then, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't like something that happened in the last couple of years. No, it's no. always been the Duke. I think so. Okay, I, I have nothing to back that up, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he was always called the Duke, not the Duke of Earl. But his real name was Marion, so I guess he was the Duke of Marion. This is one of those moments when we had to cut away for a few seconds. Mostly because we had to go to the bathroom. And we don't want to insult your intelligence. You know what's happening here. We had to pee. Thank you, and welcome back. And then I said, wrecked him, damn near killed him. (laughs) That joke always cracks me up, I tell you what. Oh, man. So let's move on to the next beverage uh, that we're going to be getting after this evening. And this is a... Peanut Grige. Yes, yes. Is that how you and for those that? of you, you didn't miss a joke. We uh, just had to run out of the room real quick. The potty break. So. <laughs> yeah, or that's what we're gonna call it. Where's the wine key? And so I put it right there oh, on your sorry. table. Don't don't you get snotty with me. Snooty. Yeah, snotty snooty. <laughs> so we're doing a little uh, iconic shape lifter. Is that how you shape shifter? 
Yeah, shape, shape lifter. Shape lifter. <laughs> that feels like a euphemism. Yeah, that feels like I probably shouldn't have said that. Shape lifter Pinot Gris. No. So Pinot Gris and Pinot Grigio, what's the difference? Uh, if you're in Italy, they call it Pinot Grigio. If you're in Alsace or the United States, they call it Pinot Gris. I think that about sums it up. That's kind of like what my Scottish friend said to me when I was traveling there and I looked over and there was this Guinness. It was called Guinness Extra Cold and had a little blue label on it, you know, on the corner that said extra cold. I said, I said Stephen, what's that about? And he's like, let me break it down for you. It's Guinness, but Calder. And that was, that was it. <laughs> it's the Super same thing. Technical. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't bad, but again, it was just weird that, uh, that they were calling it Guinness Extra Cold. That did not last long either. So tell me why it seems to me that um, Pinot Gris, if it's not, if it's if it's Italian, it seems like it has more acidity to it to me. In mm -hmm. in Oregon Pinot Gris, and, more texture. Uh, and Pinot Gris from Iowa. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Pinot Gris from. I'm Iowa. sure somebody makes one. You just ship in the grapes. Um, but it just seems like there's a little bit more creaminess to a, uh, mm -hmm. a Pinot Gris from, from the States than, than the Pinot Gris. From yeah. my, and I think it has to do, I'm going to answer my own question, yeah. I think, Matt. Matt, you just sit over there and I'll tell you I'll when you drinking. can jump in. You just keep drinking. I think it has to do with the climate where mm -hmm. most Pinot Gris is grown in Italy uh, as compared to where it's grown in the United States. A little warmer climate, mm -hmm. less, uh, uh, less acidity. It's uh, ripening on the grape, on the mm -hmm. vine a little bit more. Thus, the, uh, the the fact that it's going to be a little bit more creamy, mm. a little bit more. Oh man, it seems yeah. reasonable. Yeah, Are you going to go with that? Yeah, Let's well, that, that and I think traditionally it's kind of you know the Pinot Grigios in Italy are a light, you know, very very light alcohol delivery vehicles. You know, they're made to be somewhat inoffensive, especially the bulk produce or production. Um, you know, traditionally, you know, you'd end up with Pinot Gris that. Uh, you know, when they came into the United States, you think of those jug wines. You know, you're just swilling down things that are basically water with maybe a little bit of flavoring in it. Uh, not even really worthy of being called wine. What do you like to call it? A alcohol, alcohol delivery, delivery vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Whereas, you know, some of them from Italy, they're just incredibly flavorful and delicious. You get your uh, your Pinot Gris, though. Yeah, there's definitely more texture to it. A little little pear. Um, a little more kind of golden delicious apple that comes out of it. And like you said, the acidity is a little lower too. But uh, this one oh, is man. different again. This is Shapeshifter Pinot Gris from Iconic Wines. Uh, I think they're based out of Napa. But this wine, only five barrels of it are made. So for reference, you know, a barrel is basically 25 cases of wine, right? Uh, those are nine liter cases. See, we're getting real technical now. So nine liters, which is uh, nine bottles. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not nine well, it could be. Well, it could be, yeah. It could be if they're liter bottles, yeah. but it's 12 bottles. 12 bottles. Yeah. Well, I heard somebody say that, uh, you know, these uh, people were describing like, uh, oh, this is 12 car lengths or whatever. So see, Americans will go any distance to not use the metric system. <laughs> they'll they'll, they'll yeah. measure in like, yeah. like random things. But, uh, but yeah, nine liters, 12 bottles. So we're looking at uh, basically 125 cases of this wine made yearly. Because it's made in Sonoma. And if you can make wine in Sonoma or Napa Valley, you're going to make a lot of Chardonnay, you're going to make a lot of Cabernet, and you're going to make a lot of money. That's the point of it, because you can get more out of those grapes. 
to plant Pinot Grigio and do a basically a rosé from it just to leave it on the skins because that grape itself has a little color. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's just not financially sound normally. I mean, you have to have a small producer that gives a damn. You know, people that make wine for themselves. That's what rosés are, you know. So this is, um, obviously we don't have uh, um, any visual here, thus the, mm -hmm. the podcast. But if, if you have ever had a Pinot Gris that has a little bit of color to it, um, the color obviously is always coming from the, the skins. Mm -hmm. And very rarely do you see a Pinot Gris with any color to it. Mm -hmm. But doesn't the juice, maybe I'm making this up, doesn't the juice in a Pinot Gris have a little bit of color? Is it just that pinkness to the... Just the uh, grape, yeah. Oh, right. There are only about a dozen grapes in the world. Uh, and uh, we're going to go with this because I think it's right. Uh, the term is called tournier. Uh, there are only about a dozen grapes that actually have a silvery color to them or a darker color. All of the juice in most of the, the thousands and thousands of grapes are clear. Yeah. And that, or is clear. But I couldn't remember Boy, if, if a little, bit of, the, uh, little uh, bit of the color in this was from the, from the juice. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a lie. And I apologize for lying to everybody. Well, our, well he's our, trying. It looks a little listeners. bit like your shirt right now. That doesn't help the uh, listeners. But there's kind of this this pink orangish tinge to the wine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, not necessarily an orange wine. That's a completely different category, and we'll try it's those a whole another time. Another yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, these uh, and the artwork on this label is just beautiful. But, but we talked we talked yeah. a little bit about rosés. I think that mm -hmm. uh, getting into the fall, when I mean, it's going to happen, I love rosé year round. But in the fall with Thanksgiving, we definitely want to be talking about some rosés oh, in a future yeah. podcast. Just to have a whole show mm -hmm. about Provence, about Taval, about the United States. Mm -hmm. um, box wines. Box, well, <laughs> we could. Yeah, you know, we box could. rosés. But yeah, rosés are uh, the bomb, as yeah. my kids like to say. I don't even think my kids say that anymore. Not anymore, yeah. You. But an they old, did. Guy like, old guy like me likes to yeah. say the bomb. Yeah. Because it makes me really look old and yeah. not very... Up oh, but it's coming window. back though. Yeah, I mean, in my another mind. another five in, ten in, years. In, you just yeah. wait. Yep. Yeah. You know what else I just hear is coming a, back? Bell bottoms. Yeah. Get a golf hat. Yeah. Put it on backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of those things yeah. are coming back. Bell bottoms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't don't forget the bell bottoms. Actually, I've got three suits um, that my grandpa had. The like polyester leisure suits. Yeah. Uh, you know the type that if you get too close to you know, like a uh, a flame. Yeah. Or a, a fire, Except it's going to melt onto yeah, your skin forever. Skin, yeah. And, you know, there was a time when I could, you know, maybe fit into the jacket a little bit. But my grandpa was like 5'8", you know, maybe 5'10", you know. At, so he's a big man, is what yeah. me. Yeah, so, so careful, I did not fit into it. Careful what you're talking about. Here. You know, I mean, when I, was, when I was marathon training and, you know, probably about 50 pounds heavier than I am now, I could have fit into it. It's my goal. I want to get back into them because it'll be like high water pants. 50 pounds heavier or lighter? Lighter. Yeah, yeah. you said heavier. Yeah. Oh, I did? Yeah, you did. Well, 50. Well, I got a long stride. Yeah. So that'll... <laughs> Once yeah. I, yeah, it was an, a downhill marathon. So I figured the heavier I was, the better. Because even if I fell down, I would just start rolling, you know, you know ass over a tea kettle. So... So we got a little bit of uh, background, background noise again tonight, which is actually kind of nice because mm -hmm. we are in a... Uh, working, functioning uh, wine shop in the back room, in the closet. Well, we're not in the closet, but, in the closet. Yeah, but we are in the back room. But it's kind of nice to hear a little bit of chatter in the background. At least mm -hmm. I'm going with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go to the phones here. <laughs> First caller. Yeah. 
First caller. Oh, and we seem First to have time no caller, callers. long time yeah. listener. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm just going to start making up emails that come in. You know, like, Brian, you know, why are you so handsome and intelligent? I mean, was it from your parents? Or, you know, is this something that you've worked on your entire life? Worked on my entire life. Yeah. yeah. Look at yeah. me. Does, yeah. does it look like I've yeah. worked on that my entire life? Yeah. Just like, you know, you know, being, you know, a jerk is kind of just, you know, God-given gift for me. You know, yeah. I didn't have to try. Yeah. So. Nice job out of that. <laughs> I know. I mean, you got to lean into your strengths. I feel like we Hard should... Hard lean into those. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, that always seemed weird to me when someone said, hey, I got a hard lean. And I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Already, that's true. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> so uh -oh. we had talked about uh, early on, we had talked about um, discussing things that, that a little segment called things that piss us off. <laughs> you know, being on the being on the other side of the uh, yeah. of the bar and uh, listening to customers and then just kind of being in the hospitality business. And I, I think it's kind of fun to, to talk about different little things that you would probably never, ever, ever do when you were home. But you, you seem, it seems to be okay when you're out in a restaurant or a pub or oh, a, yeah. a wine shop. And, and one of the things that, uh, go ahead and ask Mac. What are, Mac. Max, is it Max? Can I call you Max? Oh, yeah. Like I said. Max. As long as the, <laughs> the check, check clears. <laughs> so... Ask me, if you don't mind, what are some of the things that really piss me off when it comes to being in this business? Go ahead. So, Brian, you know, bearing in mind that we have corporate sponsors, uh, what are the things that piss you off? Well, we won't go down that one with the corporate sponsors <laughs> part, because that's a whole nother yeah. Bailey Wick, as yeah. they say. Oh, good no, word. Thank you. That thank does you not much. get you... I actually worked with a woman who that was in her vernacular. Like she used that word every, like naturally. Really? It just yeah. kind of came to It was to awesome. Yeah. Oh, Helen was fantastic. Bailey Wick. Yeah. Look it up, everybody. Yeah. A lot of you yeah. are on your, your Google yeah. machines, as I yeah. like to say. And a few but, of my friends that I worked with are there, you know, raise a glass to Helen. Yeah. You know, she's kind of the uh, matriarch of, uh, of our little clan at that job. Um, so these are a couple of things that, that, that blow my mind when you're out in public is... When you're at home, would you chew gum and then put it on under the table? How many how many homes have you been in? It just drives me crazy and blows my mind when we <laughs> when we when we're cleaning tables or yeah. we have sometimes that we have to lean them over to to screw back in the leveling legs yeah. to get them back level. And there's this whole don't get me wrong, some of them taste a lot better than others. I mean, yeah. you, you got to pre chew. Yeah. You got the pre chewed ones. I don't go after the. I don't. I won't chew the ones that, that are hard, but you can tell the ones that, that yeah. are a little softer. There's still some flavor there. I do enjoy well, that. But if I if you leave it in, you know, like, if you, like if say, you soak it in if you soak honestly, it in wine. If we got those friggin' seltzers that we started off with, yeah, and just put, put some gum, chewed friggin' yeah, gum in it there. It might make the flavor there's make better, more better, flavor yeah. in it. That would actually yeah. be tasty. But I just have yeah. never understood that would you do that in your own home? And I'm gonna guess the answer is no. So mm. how hard is it to say, hey, um, Matt, could you get me a napkin or a something that I could put yeah. my gum in? I'm going to guess it's, that that would not be that big of a deal. But for well, some reason, a, we, we feel ask. like it's okay yeah. to stick your friggin' yeah. gum underneath the table. That That's one thing that really pisses me off. Yeah. Here's the other thing that pisses yeah. me off. So He's only I'm got not, two. And, well, I've got a he's lot a, he's more, a pretty but I'm going to limit it. I've got a whole list yeah. here, but I'm going to limit it to two tonight. Here's the other thing that drives me nuts. And I've watched it happen a lot of times. So you're eating. 
and a little piece of pepperoni happens to fall off your plate onto the floor. And I've watched said customer look down in a conversation and look back up and carry the conversation on as if to say, you know, somebody else will get that for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're at home and it's Thanksgiving dinner and you drop a whole turkey leg on the floor, mm -hmm. are you just going to look back up at grandma and let the turkey leg just lay there? The answer is no. So why in the world yeah. is it okay when you're out in a restaurant mm -hmm. or in a wine bar to let food fall on the floor and not say, excuse me for a second and pick it up? Mm. Those two things. Yeah. Well, it could be that they have a dog at home that eats everything they drop. Well, maybe that's the solution. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we get a dog. I was just going to say. Can we maybe have a dog? Can I get one, Dad? Can I please? I really please? would. This is where you pull on my shirt, yeah. you know, to say. Yeah. But yeah, we maybe every restaurant should be allowed to have a... Yeah. A, a dog or, or a cat. Well, no, cats won't. Not, not a yepping dog, though. No. no. You can't, yeah. I want a dog that, that sounds like woof. So yeah. no chihuahuas? Well, if a chihuahua went woof, we could, <laughs> we could get, we one, could of get one of those. Yeah. That'd, be, but, that'd be awesome. So <laughs> that that concludes the little segment of, segment of things that piss me off. Yeah. Uh, mm. but And we've got I got plenty more. Oh, I, yeah. I've, got, I've got about 15 more uh, that we could go down, but we, we'll go. Uh. I think I mentioned this one in passing maybe last episode, but, you know, I get it. People are trying to be funny. I kind of like dad jokes, you know, people breaking the ice and all that. But when you walk in and say, do you guys sell wine here? I really want to throw you out. <laughs> Honestly, because you're, I mean, you're basically walking in and saying, my children don't like my jokes. So I'm going to make this joke. <laughs> I'm going to make this joke with you. Yeah, you because like you it. have to be here and you have to be nice to me. Yeah. And I'm saying that as people that probably have children and grandchildren, because I've never had a 25-year-old walk in and say, you guys have wine? You know, at least not jokingly. A few of them have been really dumb, you know, and walked in and was like, you guys have wine, right? No. No, no those are the ones no, no, that those, those, Yeah, those, those are all like, those are you know, down at the Those arcade. are captured spirits in all of those bottles. Like, you know, I'm a witch doctor. You know, I'm, I'm hiding souls in that. That's what that is. You know, and I've had a few people come in that, that do that. But, but yeah, just those obvious questions. Not, not people that came in with actual souls to sell me. You know, I don't do that business on premise. But, well, that's a um, side job for you, right? A little side gig? No, yeah. I mean, it's more of a kind of passion project than anything. <laughs> you know, I... I don't. I don't take money for it normally. Yeah. I take favors. You know, they're <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean uh, yeah. It's it, It's reaching back into a pure time with barter system. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you came in with like steaks, you know, wanted to trade me. We do have a customer that brings us some phenomenal, like sausage and bacon. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's someone that brought in some uh, pheasant too one time, you know, and traded. I think there was still a pheasant in the freezer in the office. Yeah. You know, not the one in the kitchen, <laughs> but in the one in the office. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be. Uh... Sorry, I'm just thinking of all the things I could trade with people now. Uh, just turn this into a barter, barter yeah. business here. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to. I think we got a business plan here. One of my, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Let's uh, move on to uh, one of my favorite wineries in the whole wide world, Gerenberg, uh, out of Australia. Mm -hmm. We, uh, over the years, have done a lot of business with these guys. Uh, 
the owner, uh, Chester Osborne, is a is a hoot. I, I strongly recommend that after this podcast or during it, you can do it during if you mm-hmm. want. No judgment here. Um, look him up. He uh, he reminds me of um, I always forget the name. I can't Sammy drive. Hagar. Sammy Hagar. He looks a lot like Sammy. 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 Yeah. Um, but he's just he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and we both have a history with this winery. You met him. I met him at the uh, Aspen Food and Wine Festival uh, in 2000, wow, 12, 13, maybe. In the before time. BC. BC, before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You all remember that, right? Six months ago. That seems like 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, if you're at a wine shop or you're at a grocery store, the whore buying alcohol at a grocery store. Mm. Don't do it. Come buy some Stop us. that. Stop doing that. Or if you, I mean, if you're buying it there, at least come over and, you know, buy from us too. I need a job. <laughs> we all do. As you we can tell, I'm employed. not really qualified for anything. Yeah. Other than drinking and talking about it. A beautiful face for radio. I cannot, Im- I, I, I'm still floored by the fact that I sell booze and make money. I have no illusions. I'm a dealer. Like, I, I know that, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, the, the Derenberg, they, you'll see these white stripes that go from the upper left to the bottom right of the labels. You can pick them out, you know, Australian wines, phenomenal. Uh, they make a ton of different wines, a ton of different he price He does wines. make a bunch. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got a lot of wineries out there that want to just focus on, you know, four or five or three or six wines. Yeah. I, I bet you he has, I'm going to misquote here, but I Bet you over the years he's had 40, 50, 60 oh, yeah. different uh, wines that he's made. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one we're drinking is a, the Lovegrass Shiraz. And it's called Lovegrass because there's a, a weed that grows in the vineyard. Yeah, there is. And yes, there is. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a special weed that grows yeah. in the vineyard. It ain't kombucha. And it, and it yeah. sticks to the, uh, the winemaker's socks. sticky. That's yeah. right. Wow. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It just, but it, it's a it's a sticky weed that you did that one. I know, that, but that you're like, it's like you're seven sometimes. Well, no, and the seven year olds wouldn't know what that. It's like you're fourteen sometimes. Entrepreneurial seven yeah, year olds. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, stealing from yeah, their dad's yeah, stash. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, but it's a it's a sticky weed that sticks to the uh, the winemaker's socks. Wow. And I heard a story. I'm sure this dog is long gone, but it used to stick to the uh, the winemaker's dog as well. So lovegrass yeah. is a a sort of weed that, uh, that that that's that grows in the vineyard, but just for a you know for a inexpensive you know mid priced bottle mm-hmm. of wine that this one is is mm-hmm. super super solid. Mm-hmm. Well, we talk I think a we lot. did this in a club. Oh yeah, we did. And uh, when we talk about Australian Shiraz, uh, we talk a lot of times about you know this this flavor of eucalyptus. Uh, eucalyptus is. You can get kind of this mental, minty type of, uh, of, of nose on it. Um, it. It's distinctive. Once you know what it is, which is a lot of wine tasting, once you understand what a flavor is, that's why you want to taste in a group. You'll never miss it. This one, you get a little bit of, not a ton. Not as much as no. sometimes that you do. But it's, yeah. like, you know, it's like arsenic. You just need a little bit in there to get the job done. I mean, if you got one eucalyptus leaf in a huge you know, fermentation vat, you're, 
you're going to get some of that oil so we're, in there. We're, we're basically comparing wine to arsenic. Is that where we're going tonight? Is oh, that yeah. what we're doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, from a conceptual standpoint. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think of the world in any other way than just arsenic and wine. Those are my two base. <laughs> your two things. base. Your That's two where, base. I, yeah. I think Plato said that. I, I don't think he did. Well, I like, speaking I, of Plato. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. I think it was developed Plato? in Ohio. Plato was? Yeah. Yeah. And if I remember right from my, uh, you know, movie uh, movie memory, someone was talking about that it was developed by a guy who made this kind of gooey stuff that would take soot out of chimneys, and found his found out his kids like playing with it. So then he started putting colors into it. I was that guy that always left my Play-Doh uncovered, and so I'd go back the next day to play with it, and it's all dried out. Mm -hmm. I just can't tell you how crushed I was. Which is crazy ironic. Considering how insane you get when you go back into the kitchen and the cheese or anything is left uncovered oh, and it's dried wrap. out, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like you hate yourself. Well, like you're... Goes, <laughs> you know, I'm starting to. This is like I should be sitting on one of those beds with a psychiatrist right now because it's all starting to come full circle for me. Tell me I about it. I think it all goes back to Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. And and the fact that I didn't cover yeah. my Play-Doh. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Cover. Yeah. I think the lesson learned here, kids: yeah. cover your Play-Doh, mm -hmm. and you won't have issues later yeah. in life. Yeah. Right. I mean, lesson learned. Mm -hmm. I guess we can wrap it up. Well, I think so. Shit, I mean, that it, was easy. I mean, his uh, and his student Testicles, I think, said the same thing. Testa what? Yeah, Plato and Testicles. They were they were very famous philosophers. So, what? You said Testicles. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Testicles, Matt. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure the original. <laughs> we need to get Arthur on the line. Yeah, in the original Greek. It's testicles. Okay. No. All right. Well, I'm going with testicles. Yeah. <laughs> so we all also have to have a little food when we're doing this. We yeah. got some these little bourbon, these little bourbon smoked peanuts tonight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the listeners were laughing too. Yes, they were. <laughs> I'm not sure how well peanuts go with Shiraz, but we're going with it, right? <laughs> Again, my 14-year-old little buddy across the way. <laughs> so, yeah, all in all, super solid wine. Mm -hmm. Seek out Derenberg, mm -hmm. all things Derenberg. They make a, a Viognier uh, blend that is really tasty mm -hmm. as well. well we, we had him on for a, uh, a virtual oh, spotlight man. tasting. and I think you can probably look that, that up. I want that friggin' shirt, man. Oh, man. That yeah. like probably was a $1,000 shirt. Yeah, with the, with the naked people on it. And yeah. Well, yeah. no, there weren't naked people on the shirt. One, oh, one, no, they're both. Oh, were they? Both? I think so. And there was yeah. like naked people on the on the on the uh, yeah the mural he had. Yeah, right behind him. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, what is the uh, what is the white that they do that's so delicious as well? The um, I'm gonna the put you hermit on the crab. Here. The hermit crab. Thank you. <laughs> Look at that. Look at you go. Yeah. Cha Ching. Yeah, and it's Viognier <laughs> and uh, Marsan. Marsan. Yeah. Look at me, Marsan, Marsan, yeah. tomato, tomato. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah. just call the whole thing yeah. off. But no, these are wines that I highly recommend. I think everyone sitting around the yeah. uh, the table tonight would mm -hmm. say, look for. They make a uh, mm -hmm. high end uh, dead dead arm Shiraz as well. It is delicious. Yeah, and it it's not the... super expensive. Yeah, it's like 70, uh, 80 bucks, right? It was probably one of the first two or three wines. That, actually, I think it was maybe the third wine that ever really meant anything to me that I drank and, and really. I came to wine later. You know, some people grow up in it. They're you know like your kids. You know, grew up in a family of wine. Yeah. Um, my wine started uh, when I moved and well, came to this fair city. And uh, my roommate got a job with a distributor 
and knew where all the free tasting was. And we were just dirt poor. So we would go, we had these bars we would go to. And if you bought a beer, they had some like happy hour snacks. So we'd basically do our dinner at three o'clock. Then we'd go to the free tastings and just get blasted and then take a cab home. And that's how I got into wine. Well, I flew out to Napa one time, had some vacation to burn, found two wines that we'll talk about another time out there. And, uh, but when I traveled to Australia, you know, I went to, to Derenberg. Uh, you know, kids, this is a, a great example of randomly jumping in a car with someone is okay. You know, it's not hitchhiking if you're paying for, for gas, right? No, I mean, not in Australia. It's not in Australia. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. I was at a hostel and this, uh, this wee Scottish guy named Chris was uh, in the bunk next to me and we got to talking about wine. Apparently his family had a shop in Edinburgh and he said, uh, said, yeah, I'm going to be driving down around, you know, driving south for a little bit. If you want to split some of the petrol, you know, come on in and I'll, you know, we can go to some places. And I was like, well, I got nothing better to do. Sure, stranger, I'll, uh, you know, jump into your car. <laughs> stranger and, with, with yeah, a body in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. So I hopped in and, and we ended up uh, going to uh, you know, maybe four wineries. Um, I learned real fast at the first one because I didn't know anything about anything. There are seeds in wine grapes. So when someone hands you one to taste, do not chomp down yeah, on it. Yeah, because that's where the tannin is, man. Yeah. Right? I mean, you chomp down on it like you would a Concord here or yep. a, you know, a, a green grape you buy yep. at the store. You're going to shatter a tooth. Well, and shatter I, a tooth in the dryness, though, yeah, too, right? Yeah. I almost shattered a tooth on one because I had some in a tasting room. But we got uh, to Derenberg, and I had their dead arm Shiraz and in the tasting room there, and it was one of the first wines that uh, that ever really just clicked with me. That, that I really got, uh, much more so than the drunk bus I was on earlier. Well, I was just going to say, but, wasn't there also a story that you like to sell, tell about some wine that was like a dollar for like 62 gallons of it or something? Oh, Goon. Like, yeah. What is it called? Goon. Yeah. Uh, goon is a slang term for box wine in Australia. You can get basically three liters, a red and a white. They're shrink-wrapped in a box, in two boxes. You know, so you have one for, you know, for both, you know. You know, the people who want red and like crappy wine and who like white and like crappy wine. They're great for backpackers and uh, people otherwise burning things on beaches. And <laughs> is that where the slap the bag thing comes from? Under? I think so. Yeah. All I know is that the best way to drink it is to hold it above your head, push in the little tapper button, and hope it doesn't hit your taste buds on the way down. Yeah. And pray. But, and pray, I, and pray yeah. to the good Lord above that yeah. tomorrow will come. <laughs> well, <laughs> or, maybe, go, or maybe that it won't come. If you come. go swimming at dark in Australia, it may not. You know. Oh, my goodness. Boy, I got a story about Tiger Shark Beach in Australia. I can tell you that. Yeah, but we'll, we'll move on a little bit here. But, uh, but yeah, Derenberg, uh, that's solid stuff. Solid absolutely. stuff, man. Seek yeah. it out. Yeah, absolutely. And Chester is a nutter if you ever run across him. He's, he's, he's just, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. He really is. And we've done many, many different events with him. So mm -hmm. I cool. think it's time to move on to the uh, perfect pair. It's what I think it's time to do. So <laughs> let's, let's move on to one of my favorite cocktails yeah. uh, of all time that we have over at our restaurant next door Yeah, uh, called the perfect pair. Ooh. And uh, it's, um, it is, it, there's, there's, the funny thing yeah. about it is there's no pear in there. That's a joke. There's pear. There's pear. In there's there. a whole pear there's, in the there's glass. A, there's a whole pear in the glass. That's all it is. Yeah. Pear 
and then you pour vodka over the top of it. I wonder if you could do that, like you know, like watermelon. Do you ever do that with watermelon, where you just cut a hole in the top? I've done that before. Everclear in the I've, top I've, of yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've done that before. I think we've all done that, probably in college or wherever. Uh, I'm not proud of that fact, but yeah, I'm, you could. I don't think you could do that with a pair, though. That'd be a pretty cool. Just I mean, get a syringe. You take, you, you, well, you take a pear, you cut a hole in the top of the pear, and then you take a whole bottle of Tito's and put it over the top of it. I don't think that whole thing would work out very well. What do you think? I think it would work. So this guy right here has got uh, pear brandy in it from Cedar Ridge, our friends in uh, oh, our friends over in the, on the uh, yeah oh. over on the eastern side of Iowa. Uh, I think they're in Iowa I should City. Should put the cat back on. I think for a you, you probably should have. <laughs> It reminds me real quick last night of uh, opening up a bottle in a uh, bottle of bubbly and opened it in. I never told you guys this, but I opened it and it popped on me and I flipped it into the into the uh, sink. And before I could get it, most of the wine, most of the bubbly it was in the glass it. rack. It dropped yeah, it, in it there. It dropped and into get the glass it. rack yeah. and I couldn't get it out of the glass rack fast enough. So the glass rack did really, really well last night. It was hammered. So we uh, we're going to do this little perfect pair. It's got the Rothman uh, pear liqueur in it. It's got a little lime juice in it. And then we put a little bit of, uh, let me just, hey, Matt, thanks for the prop here. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, Cedar Ridge pear brandy, Rothman um, and winter orchard pear, a little orange juice, a little lime juice or lemon juice and simple syrup. And then you kind of shake it and then you serve it up in a little proper uh, um, coupe glass. And tonight we've got... You gotta always get are the, the props. The glasses, the Marie Antoinette glasses. No, no, no. Those are those are the wine glasses. It okay. looked like her, her breast or whatever yeah. that was. I mean, yeah. this kind of looks like one. These these guys here are Nick and Nora glasses. So I'm gonna look that oh, up while we're. I like that movie. Nick and Nora. Yeah. Okay. Nick and Nora's cool. Infinite Playlist. Yeah. Is that a, like an old movie too that I wouldn't know? No, about? no, no. It's like from the uh, 08, I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this these are Riedel. We love our we love we love Riedel. Another pet peeve of mine, Riedel rhymes with needle. It's not Rydell, it's Riedel. These Beat are the their Cavaliers. These are their bar series. These glasses are, are super cool. Uh, seek those out as well. Uh, we're serving ours up in these little coupe glasses tonight. So Ooh. I noticed that I like Ooh. to say so quite a bit too. So I got to work on that. That's oh, yeah, a filler. Just like German and bitter. Like bitter. bitter. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like oh, dude. This is not going to go well. I can tell already. It went well for me. Just like last night when I opened the bottle and didn't spill, and yep, told you. Yeah, you're. It's like we got uh, one of our reps here. Yeah, it spills everywhere. like all of our reps here. Yeah, yeah. get underneath there. Yeah. I just spilled all over the floor. At least it wasn't on that power strip down there. Yeah, actually that it was. That would have been a tactical <laughs> error. <laughs> I mean, so this guy's got a little little zing to it. Wonderful pear flavors. Um, perfect pear. Google that bad boy, and it's. Uh, you should be able to find it on the uh, on the internet. This was your say. brother that came up with this. Yeah, right? my little brother Jeff came up with this uh, little guy here. I thought he was your older brother. Oh, that's true. He looks he older. He looks than a lot him. older than me. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, less handsome too. <clears throat> yeah, there's that's there's also no doubt about that as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a little perfect pair. We thought we'd finish off the evening with that. Thanks, thanks, Aaron. Oh, uh, I got it. You know what? Here we go. There, you got it. I'm gonna give it to you. Which always sounds good on radio. You got it? I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. It does not sound good. No. Says the guy who used to work, work in HR. So. <laughs> That's why I no longer work yeah. in HR. Yeah. I was asked to leave. Well, he kind of does. I mean, you're HR for the company. Mr. McGinnis, we no longer need your services here. Can you exit the building, please? Yeah. 
with our friend here with the baton. <laughs> yeah, with the cattle prod. Yeah. So yeah, that that is a that is a wonderful little cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, did we have a cocktail last week? We had we had whiskey. Oh, we had whiskey. Last, yes, last we definitely had well, a cocktail. Yeah. yeah, I brought this in because I knew it had been a long week for all of us, and this is your one of your favorites. Well, and, and, and kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier tonight and bringing back spring and summertime, um, I would drink this in the fall, too, to be honest yeah. with you. It's just, again, I'm a, as, in case you hadn't noticed, and I've talked about this ad nauseum, I like me some food, and this is a good little food drink, too. Yeah. I mean, you could have some, some little tapas and yeah. a little, a little uh, salty with it. Actually, those little, uh, those oh, little peanuts we did yeah <laughs> i just like to say that yeah well, those would go well with it too yeah, could stir them in there yeah well my wife likes to drink uh, light if we're gonna do like a light beer like a stella she'll put a like a half a cup of peanuts in with it anyone ever seen that before yeah I've oh seen yeah that. in in the glass oh yeah, yeah. In, the, in the oh yeah it's a thing mm-hmm. she's all over that it's um, a weird thing but it's a thing it's a weird thing but she yeah. i don't know where i don't know if that's the whole uh norwegian thing that she's got going on or the I don't know what it our is. Our phones are lighting up now with, uh, with the with... powerful Norwegian lobby. Uh, apparently, apparently, <laughs> apparently that's, that's a stereotype. Is. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I yeah. apologize. Lord, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, if I, I feel as though there's something that we're going to say that's uh, going to offend everyone. But I'm guessing going after the Norwegians won't be that. So, I mean, I... I, I'm just guessing. But well, I know. I mean, I they're know, pretty secure themselves. I know there's the, the yeah. Herman is, is is. I got in an accident with a Norwegian ambassador once. Yeah. They ran the back of my car. Well, really? I don't think he was the ambassador. Well, he may have been the ambassador. I know he worked at the uh, the embassy, the Norwegian embassy. I was driving my friend's car. The guy came up over a hill and just slammed into the back yeah. of me. Yeah. You know? And did they do that little whole immunity thing? Well, as my uh, a movie in there, the so friend right? of mine in the car said, you know, from Germany, she's like, it'll be okay. They're one of the wealthiest nations you know in the world they'll they'll pay for it and i was kind of frazzled too i was just kind of you know i got i got the information and everything and um my buddies you know who had the car i think he was rightly so was a little upset with me that uh you know that i hadn't called the police um but uh you know the damage wasn't terrible but it was terrible you know because i you know when he came and met up with me he's like yeah that tailpipe's bent (laughs) i was like crap that's Sorry, not man. the word you said. What's that? That's not the word you wanted to say. I, yeah, I, I said fruit. Um, <laughs> I said fruit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they took care of it. You know, you know, stand up folk paid for his rental car and everything too. Yeah. And yeah, I felt I thought, bad about that, man. I thought so, Apple was one of the most wealthy nations in the world. Yeah, no? yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a fun little fact there, isn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. We haven't even gotten into you know like the other Norwegians either, so. Oh, from the east side? Yes. <laughs> the east side Norwegians? Well, you know, every country's got their own thing. Oh, I know. I've found that traveling, that you know, everyone that's got a stereotype or an anger at a certain people, every country has that. Like, it's almost as if they're just looking to blame people. You know, there, there's always like this anger towards someone or you know, joy towards someone. You know, wherever you go, there's always something. So have I'm you, just going to pick on the Norwegians. Have you been no to Norway? No. So I had a roommate, Steiner, in college that was Norwegian. Wonderful guy. Still is. Uh, met met up with him here in Iowa and Des Moines a couple years ago. Met his family. 
but it, it culture wise, it's amazing what, what different cultures will, you know, so we drink beer and, you know, perfect pair and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. His drink was mm-hmm. coffee and Everclear. Word. Yeah, I you can't make that shit up, man. Oh, I would coffee and Everclear. So I Done. mean, remember we're we're Sign nineteen, twenty-two up. year olds, and he's drinking coffee and Everclear. It was, it I well, obviously I tried it because why not? It was oh. not delicious. Oh no, hold it on. was it was it was. I, I mean, you could well, maybe there's, the coffee. There's was no bad. way you couldn't put enough creamer in that mofo to make it taste good, but. Oh. Coffee and Everclear, boys and girls. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. What if you just mixed it in your mouth? You I just, don't. You just have a <laughs> cup of coffee. Hey, we have any coffee. A Go pull. Get, we have to. Well, I guess we don't probably have Everclear next door. But just a we could just maybe next next it. week we'll have coffee. We'll put and that Everclear. on the Let me just, uh, in, just as an homage. I, I've got a list. Put, to, to, yeah, put it on your typing typing machine. Yeah. Uh, we have we have a word processor made of yeah. wood. Made of wood. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So we're gonna next week we're gonna drink um, coffee and Everclear. It's gonna be wonderful. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, that was the first thing I ever drank. Actually, what's that? Everclear. Yeah. Other than maybe sneaking well, a little sip out of I, a Franzia box in my parents' fridge. Um, first of all, that but, stuff will kill you. Well, it didn't kill me. Well, no, it yeah. will kill you. I yeah. promise you, it'll yeah. kill you. Um, but remember the old um, garbage can uh, yeah. Kool Aid or whatever we oh, call yeah. that in college. Yeah. yeah, that was always with Everclear. Yeah. What oh. is it, 190 proof or yeah, something, something like, that. like that? Well, that's when I knew that I had a, a strange natural tolerance and that I needed to pay attention to what I was drinking because I didn't drink really through high school. And Well, good for you. Yeah. You know, I didn't drink I got, until I was like 17, yeah, 14. I got into or college. maybe 14 through 17. We're yeah. sitting there and, you know, my friend had a, a girl dump him and another girl or another uh, friend of mine in the dorm, you know, he had, you know, Someone kind of do him wrong as well. And me being the good friend that I am, you know, I drank with him that night. Um, we, uh, uh, well, I guess, yeah, statute of limitations. We, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. We illegally procured uh, at the time. Some beverages. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know what we were drinking. Someone else put them in there. In my defense. Yeah, in my defense. You know, I thought it was just lemonade. There were two bottles of lemonade enhancer on there. And... We woke up the next morning. We all just kind of crashed into one guy's room. And there was about maybe an inch of Everclear left in one bottle that I was drinking out of. And then probably about two and a half inches of Everclear left in the bottle the two of them were drinking out of. And I woke up and I was like, let's go get some breakfast. And, and they just looked at me and went, Ugh. you know, like they were mummies. And it was okay. And I thought, you know what? I need to be careful about this. You know, I've somehow inherited, you know, the ability to function. Say <laughs> a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, I my body go... must metabolize the alcohol. It has the you know more receptors on average than other folks, so that it alcohol get, receptors. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, there's receptors in your intestine yeah. like, yeah. that uh, that get blocked over and. Dance ability. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, I want to go and back beatboxing. to this. I want to go back to this whole uh, yeah. lemonade enhancer. What's yeah. a lemonade enhancer? Well, it's what I used to uh, help the uh, RAs on my floor with when they'd knock on my door at two a.m. Like, Matt, can you mix for us? For sure, no down. Just don't bust me next weekend when. So you were the uh, pusher. No, is that right? No, that, no, I was the, the facilitator. Right yeah. Oh, that's so, true. That's good. Yeah. A good point. Yeah. 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 No, I facilitator. No, I was not the pusher. Yeah. You know, they came and found me. So 
<laughs> you had a good little profit uh, center going on. No, 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 I didn't take money oh, for it. Oh, see, you should have. No, I did it for oh, the love. Did it for the love. Because I didn't have friends. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I bought them with, with uh, lemonade enhancer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that lemonade enhancer. <laughs> that is awesome. No, it, yeah, because uh, I don't even know how we got all that, that booze. I mean, I, I didn't have anybody I knew that could buy me buy me booze. But all of a sudden, people would just show up. I mean, I had a roommate that apparently had that ability, but it would just be there. And yeah. it was different because, you know, you couldn't drink until you're 21, you know, at my age. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, somehow it was really difficult to, uh, to find. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, no fake IDs, though. Although my, I had a friend who got in on a fake ID. I won't say where or too much description other than. Uh, he was about five foot ten with a redheaded crew cut. Oh boy, here we go. I know where this is going. And the ID he had um, was of a six foot four, two hundred and thirty pound African American gentleman. <laughs> and that bar was known for not caring, like literally putting thumbs over the picture and just looking at the the ID. And yeah, he used that for a little while. Yeah. I don't think that would happen anymore. I'd like to think that wouldn't happen anymore. Oh, it happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, live mean, a, I live a very um, sheltered life, evidently. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, why, why would you have to worry about whether or not you can get in on a fake ID? That's true. Yeah. It, 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 Your kids are all old enough. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. That's true. So, you know, wait for about 15 years and then the grandkids. Then you'll learn more about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So. It comes full circle, right? Yeah. Whew, what a night, man! I tell you what, we get through some alcohol in a, a short amount of time, right? I don't have to stop drinking if we stop. No, you don't. Right? But I do want to tell you, you're pretty. Well, I know. Sorry, did I say that on camera? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's. I mean, it's my shirt. It you is know, the and color. The fact is that slimming. I'm not wearing one. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So, do we want to talk a little bit about? Uh, the mailbag thing again. Let's get after that a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm a little oh, disappointed we... in the fact that we haven't gotten uh -huh. a little bit more feedback on that bad boy because we we want to. We we want to do what you guys sure. want us to 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 do. We uh, need to get someone who reads the email messages to us during the mailbag episode. Yeah. And we'll name them testicles. Testicles. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's good. But it's uh, it's mailbag at boozybanter.com, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you've listened this long, come on. Come on. You yeah. know you I have mean, questions. Give, give us give us some feedback yeah. about what you might want a, an, an episode to look like. No, no. Um, ask a random question. Yeah. You know. Ask us stupid things because we're all about stupid. In case, I will, in case you had noticed. I will give you something to say to your friends on yeah. a weird question. Yeah, we will do that. Yeah. We definitely Philosophical will questions. You know. Philosophical? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it was Robin Williams who said, yeah, you know, philosophical questions. Like, you know, does the Pope crap in the woods? You know, I mean, things like that. Is the bear Catholic? Yes. Those things. Yeah. Right? Because sure. you did that. Well, grizzly way. or black bear? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Grizzly and black bear. Both. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. I'm going to need to do some research Because they were that. both popes at one time. No. Why not? I have no answer to that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Although, exactly. when you say Pope, I feel like we need to have some shed enough to pop next time. Oh, 
We talked about, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we talked about a, a uh, episode with that, too. I yeah, was... with religious-themed booze. Yeah, yep. Like yep. an Eden cider. Yep. So we... Uh, we need your input, guys. We need uh, we need some input. Well, we'll just keep making this shit up. We can do that too. Cause no, we can't. We, yes, we can. Oh, we can. We uh, yes, we can. Oh, okay. We absolutely can. I was confused. Oh. <laughs> well, you get that way. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with my hands when I'm on a podcast? What? What? Nobody cares because they can't see your hands. Uh, are you sure? Well, let's hope they can't see your hands. All right. I heard that hands the, up, hands up on the tables, everyone. Up I on heard the tables. that the uh, the cameras activate on your computer randomly. Well, I've heard crazy crap about that too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I heard that from one of our, uh, yeah. one of our folks, one of our. That's why when I'm ever looking at anything I shouldn't be, I put my hand over the camera. Um, well, I want to tell you, man, not to go down <laughs> that that uh, rabbit hole, as we like to say. Same on my phone too. I, I, I like always I, make I, sure I, I my damn camera is off on my end. Sometimes my wife actually has a little one of those little things that she flips on her on her uh, computer. Yeah, so she shuts it. Do you have it too? Yeah. She 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 uh she shuts the damn the damn. Oh really? Down. Oh yeah. Like the little window yeah, on she's it. She's got a little window that she can open and close. Yeah, huh. but yeah, but it's like paying. And, and I think my wife would agree. She's crazy. Oh uh, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's that's well. Let's, yeah, let's I tell you honest. what, anyone that's like... Let's be honest, they're watching us. Well, if they're if they're listening on the mic when, you know, after I've had my coffee in the morning and <laughs> I'm uh, doing my morning ablutions. Is that yes. the word? Ablutions? ablutions? Yeah. Yeah, I think You clean so. up after those, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of on them. You know, I'm sure there's yeah. some sort of website that... I don't know if I'm on, but, I mean, I'm adorable. Somebody's on. You, know, you are. That adorable has to... You know, translate into those weird websites too. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Lots of lots of uh, fun stuff to talk about in other episodes, right? Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it's time to wrap to let this, this up. go. Wrap yeah. this up and uh, and move into the the good hooch. Oh wait, where are you What's drinking that? the good hooch? Oh, I was gonna get uh, uh, a special one for for the evening. Where are we at time wise? We may have to cut this off and do it another. Oh yeah, we'll do it another time. All right. So, I did Listen, it for you. What? I did it for you. I love you. Yeah, just so my check keeps clearing. Yeah. So. Well, listen, everybody, everybody, everybody in the house get twisted. Is that a yeah. thing? I don't know. I don't. Is that a is that a song? That's it's a That's song, a, right? I mean, come on. I I don't have twenty some odd year kids that everybody in the house. We're gonna get start twisted. telling pirate jokes next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, What's uh, their favorite music? R and B. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you sell wine here? No, no, we don't. Let's no, wrap. We this don't up. tolerate jerks. Either. We'll uh, yeah. we'll see you guys uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, and we'll mm-hmm. see you on the radio. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Sleep well. Later. <laughs>